I literally, there's times I'm like, man, I honestly would just, my wife would stab me, but I would love to hang this just above. <laughs> Do we ought to just like build you a couple traps? We probably cost just about nothing and then just mount them right here. Honestly, that would be a really great idea. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. maybe one there and one there too. It would sound amazing in here. You're right. Yeah. It would. You should send me your little diagram of how you yeah, make them. I dabble. I know, man. You got the, you got the crappy well. skills. We are here trying to help stimulate the middle class in music. Stop pressing CDs. What is the reason people don't hit publish? Fear. Consistent quality content. Hey guys, Vance and I want to answer your questions. Hit us up on Twitter at VanceFight and at Tom Dupree the Third, and use the hashtag MusicStuffShow. Whether it's an idea for an episode or you just want a quick reply, we want to help. Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. Hello. It's guest day, baby. Hey, we told you it was happening this right? year. And it is still January. month of January. Yes. We have a guest on in the month of January. We set a goal to have one person on every month of 2019. And you're the first one. I love it. Hey, happy one year, right? Y'all been rocking for this about a year? This episode may be the one year episode. So this is Man. the gray area, actually. So depending on how you want to count it. The intro versus the first episode? So when you launch a show, mm. you have to send an episode before you like actually really air it. So this is 100% the one year of sending it to iTunes. Hey. Counting it. So, here, baby. <laughs> so welcome to the one year. Yeah. High fives all around. Man, thanks for having me and kudos to what y'all are doing. I really awesome. appreciate it and I'm a fan and well, old friend here. For those who don't know who you are, yeah, this is Eric Dodd. Eric Dodd here. Uh, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is you do? Yeah. So my name is Eric Dodd, originally from Greensboro, Georgia. Nashville, Tennessee is now home. I'm a singer, songwriter, uh, performer, um, music business guy. I love the music business, and um, that's why I appreciate what these guys are doing so much. I'm still learning. That's the great thing about our business. You're always learning, right? Yeah. Um, And the business is always evolving. But, yeah, I'm a published singer-songwriter here in Nashville, I have a publishing deal with a company called MB2 Entertainment. I'm also an artist and uh, releasing a bunch of music coming up here in the new year and have some stuff already out there. So, yeah. So we, you and I obviously go back a long way. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody listening. I've known Eric for a long time. Uh, but you've been you've been doing the singer-songwriter. We Like we had a rock band in high school. and Vernacular. Which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but Is then, there an album we can find? Can I do oh it? man! I don't know if you could find John Tillery has like the one that's left. Yeah. We we made a little EP in high school. It's great, which actually still kind of holds up. A yeah, little bit, I think. Oh, JT still. And listens we were to it. we were what 17, 16? 17. Yeah. Full Moon Studios. Yeah. Watkinsville, wow. Georgia. We killed it, dude. Yeah, we did. Uh, Eric yeah, we screams did. like uh, I was, I'm a search for this. Yeah. I'm a dig deep. You're gonna have this. to dig yeah. dig deep. I, Which, that's my favorite. I love yeah. finding people's like OG band of like where it started. Because hey, you got it. Yeah. If you find it, I will put it on my. I will put all three songs on my. Oh my gosh, page. love it! Please yeah. do yeah. don't. Come <laughs> <laughs> no, man, totally our. Uh, I won't tag. Totally you. our roots. Yeah, tag yeah. me. I'll tag just, it up, I'll man. I'm, I'm proud. I'll always be proud of that, man. Yeah. That's where we 
where we started. And I learned so much from Tom and our buddy Jesse Triplett. Yep. Um, plays for Collective Soul. Collective though. Soul. We've and, all done okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> and we're all in the same town, so it's just crazy. Yeah. And our buddy Bill Peters, we were just talking about before we went live. Yep. Um, he just moved up about two years ago, and he's he's still my bass player. So we've been playing for 15, 16 years. But, Dude. Yeah, pretty wild. Great. So you, you've been doing them. I'm trying to think, when did you start doing the acoustic guitar, singer-songwriter, performing by yourself thing? College. College. So... Of course, we graduated high school together, and yeah. I uh, I had a golf scholarship to a school called Georgia College and State University in Milledgeville, Georgia, and my golf career kind of peaked early, partially because you find other interests. Yeah. I started playing coffee houses and bars, and it was hard to get up for the 6 a.m. workouts after <laughs> being there till 2 a.m. Yeah, but a, yeah, that's, that's a tough turn. And not, Absolutely. and not drinking beer the whole time. And not drinking beer the whole time. <laughs> Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two, but yeah. yeah, that's where it started. Really, college after uh, after we had the band thing, and yeah. um, wanted to continue um, getting better as a, an acoustic guitar player. I was, you know, still hunting my craft, writing songs, and that was really the yeah. beginning of um, of my songwriting. That songs that I thought were pretty good, songs I just yeah. wrote by myself. You know, we wrote all that other stuff. Um, together, but yeah, yeah, and I ended up transferring to the University of Georgia in Athens, which is a mm-hmm. huge music town. Mm-hmm. Studying music business there, and there are like a hundred bars you can play in Athens. So yeah. I, uh, it's a fun town. Basically, yeah, basically <laughs> to to uh, to buy a beer, I played gigs. Yeah, you know, to support myself, and um, then we recorded some more stuff together, and kind of formed mm-hmm. a band that led to uh, post Athens and uh, yeah. post getting the degree and um trying to make a living out of this crazy thing mm-hmm. i kind of yeah. feel like if, if i were to put it in like movie terms like the the high school portion of your music career with our band in high school is sort mm-hmm. of like the prequel film yeah and then the series kind of really started when you got to college and picked up the acoustic guitar absolutely that was when you started really kind of becoming eric dodd absolutely to, you know this yeah the, yeah the solo deal and just totally fell in love with songwriting yeah. And studied it, got better at it, wrote a lot of really bad songs, some That's decent songs. I'd play those out, and people actually kind of, they were kind of digging them. So I was like, maybe I'm okay at this, and yeah. um, got to figure out how to make a living out of it. Yeah, And that started really playing a lot of shows. And, you know, as you always say, it, it is a business, too. You got to figure out how to make a living, how to survive, how to yeah. grow, and uh, evolve and get better. Yes, yeah. which you very clearly have done. I will yeah. say, let me pause you. you right there, because I, I thought of a question that I don't know what your answer will be. I think I know a ballpark. Yeah. On that journey of becoming a songwriter, because you're loving this, doing this, diving into this, and like you said, wrote some bad songs, eventually started to write good songs. Uh, how many songs, like how deep, how long did it take for that transition of, these songs are not great or okay. Yeah. What was that journey? Because I feel like sometimes we have some people that get discouraged a little early because they're first starting out, and they're like, oh, I wrote a song, and my song's not great. Right. Yeah. Like, talk about, we're going to get into some other stuff, but just real quick, like, Reader's Digest version of that journey of becoming sure. a better songwriter, putting in the time and the work to write better songs. Absolutely. Um so first of all, being realistic, whether the song is good or bad, just because you wrote a song doesn't mean it's necessarily good. Mm-hmm. Um, playing it out, 
getting feedback is very important. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to write a bad song, but you got to keep writing them. Figure out when you're inspired. Mm-hmm. Figure out if it's a good idea worth pursuing. If it's a good groove on guitar, that's how I start most of my, my songs. And, um, you know, you find a, an idea or a hook and uh, kind of go from there. But, yeah, I've written uh, six, seven hundred songs now. And um, if 10 percent. Six or seven hundred <laughs> songs. Yeah, but they're not all six great again. You know, whatever the, seven. But over the course of hundred what, songs. Fifteen. Yeah, uh, over. I'd say 10 years, ten realistically, years. yeah. But I bet that has done a very parabolic curve, Absolutely. too. Like, it started out with, you know, maybe a few per year, and exactly. then turned a few per month, and now you're, God knows how yeah. many write a year now. You've probably written half that in the last five. Yeah. amount of time. Four or five years, exactly, yeah. since I've moved to Nashville, which yeah. is almost five years ago. Um, but, yeah, you know, if 10% of those are great, mm-hmm. That's that's a catalog. That's an 80 songs. Yeah, I mean, I'll never be able to release songs, songs that are great songs. Yeah, so it's it's, the, it's the large number game yeah. and just doing it a lot and doing it, um, yeah. trying to do it better and better and uh, learning from other great songwriters, of course. Yeah. Like if you um, do learning, that yeah. much quantity, you're bound to get some quality. You're bound, out of it. yeah. If you but have I a little think bit that's of talent. so important though, because yeah. I, I think people totally. love to skip over that because we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Put in the work, write more songs, make more music. Yeah. And I think people just like still are like, oh, I wrote one. Oh, I wrote five. Yeah. Oh, I wrote ten. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, if it's not perfect now. Right. Nah, man. Six or seven hundred <laughs> songs. songs. Yeah, man. What? That is how you craft. Yeah. So uh, when you were telling us about kind of what you do, you said I'm a published songwriter. Yeah. When was the first time you had a song get published i guess i, I assume I, I guess that term would mean somebody else cut your song yes so just a little more about the publisher um i'm with i've been with this company for two years as my first publishing deal mm-hmm. and that uh that works a lot like a record deal basically you get a recoupable draw and uh they basically support you to write songs and to hone your craft and um my first uh, they call them cuts in Nashville. My first cut by another artist who sells a lot more records than me. It's kind of highest to best use, right? So the publisher mm-hmm. wants you to write for yourself if you're an artist, which I am, but also for other people that mm-hmm. kind of help mm-hmm. tell your story too. Like totally. we, I played this song out. It's called Dynamite. An artist named Colt Ford cut it, and he has a, an amazing following. He did a great job with the song. But that was my first like break as a songwriter, and. Um, Doing uh, doing more and more of that now by writing with other artists, still doing yeah. my own thing. But yeah, how many how many songs do you think you had written at the point that Dynamite got cut? Man, I wrote that in like twenty fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, probably three or four hundred songs before I got paid for one. Before you got paid for one, yeah, yeah, that's real three persistence, y'all. That's real shit. Well, yeah. And, yeah, and actually, while we're on that, just to like really kind of dissect it for people at home. Were you looking for a publishing deal? Is that something that you ended up in the room? Like, what was your process to get that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I moved up in 2014. That was the primary goal. Mm-hmm. I was still playing shows and surviving, uh, basically driving back to Georgia every, pretty much every weekend. I think I spent mm-hmm. three weekends in Nashville my first year up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was dating a girl, which is now my wife. She was living in Atlanta, so that helped the relationship too. But definitely I had to I had to make a living, and I I didn't. Uh, I wanted to keep playing shows. I knew I had to write three or four songs a week, mm-hmm. build my network, um, go out three or four nights a week to writers' rounds mm-hmm. to find other mm-hmm. co-writers. Uh, to try and write up with better writers, bigger writers, whatever you want to say. Um, but yeah, the goal was to get a publishing deal. Mm-hmm. And um, publishers are so valuable now. They're doing so much for artists um, and artist development, which I have a, a management team too. We'll get to that later, but they're helping as well. But that was the goal. And um, you hope your name gets around town in a favorable light. Mm-hmm. Um Getting in the room with published songwriters mm-hmm. is certainly the goal as an unpublished guy. Mm-hmm. Not easy to do yep. because they want to write with folks bigger than them and yep. mm-hmm. and the dominoes go that way. But yeah. um, finally, a friend that I was writing with a ton played a demo that I was singing on. And I think she'd heard my name um, over the three years that I was unpublished mm-hmm. and uh, liked what I was doing. Had a meeting. I was always meeting with other with publishers this mm-hmm. whole time, just networking. Hey, can I write with this guy who's not your top writer, but he's published to you and mm-hmm. um, just the networking game, man. And finally, uh, finally signed the deal two years ago. Nice. And it's been great. It's so, been so awesome. Did you get your awesome cut ride. before you signed your deal? I did. Okay. Yeah. So that was major. That was a big chip. Major, major leverage. Yeah. yeah. Great point, which having, uh, having cuts and having any momentum, um, is really, really valuable to tell your story and basically sell yourself to the publisher when you're in front of them. And yeah. um, it's always nice for them to reach out to you and say, hey, you want to meet? That's always a good sign, mm-hmm. of course, instead mm-hmm. of you uh, emailing and emailing. Yeah. And, you, know, but you have to have do that, too. Yeah. You have to do the grind of getting in front of the publishers and getting through the gatekeepers, getting in the door. And yeah. then it's up to you to sell yourself what you're once you're in the door and hopefully your material and your songs will speak for themselves. Right. So if I'm doing the math correctly, mm-hmm. you came in 2014. That's right. And then, so two years ago, is that 2017 or 2016? Uh, January, 2017. So basically so we actually put pen to paper three years. Mm-hmm. Intact. I just want to keep three. driving this point Dude, home. Totally. This is the part that it was, people yeah, it want was to tough. skim over and want to pretend like this isn't a part of the thing. Like, yeah. there's no secret sauce yep. other than putting in the work yeah, it's just hard constantly. Work. So, writing amazing songs, three to four hundred songs before you got a cut. Writing even crap songs yes. to get a, one or two amazing ones. Yep. And then finally, coming here. Getting the grind, doing three to four songs a week, getting in the room, building community, yeah. and not just the super douchey thing where you're like trying to meet you because your uncle is this sure. guy. Like totally you know, real community yeah. where you're like real hey, friends, let's making friends. Yeah. Make, yeah, let's be friends. Let's create amazing art. Let's yeah. write amazing songs, mm-hmm. and really building your own community in that, and doing that for three years to yeah. finally get a pub deal. Exactly. Yeah. Put in the work. Yeah. And man, it was. <laughs> Three years without the deal, and um, and of course it takes time, and you have kind of teases that you might get signed by this publisher. Yeah. You get excited, and I'm sure you went through a fair yeah, amount of heartbreak. In a those lot three of years. a lot of heartbreak in those three years, and yeah. I was like I said, I was making a living playing playing shows mostly in Georgia, some mm-hmm. South Carolina, which basically yeah. my network of where I could make a living to support the songwriting during the week. 
to eventually get the publishing deal right. where I could stay in town three or four days, um, still writing. But yeah, there were some heartbreaks. Uh, very close to signing one, like year two, didn't happen. Like yeah. Just year last three, minute. same thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, kept my head down and you know kept coming up with some great stuff. And you know, as an unpublished writer. If you're in the room with two published guys and you write a great song, odds are the publisher's going to want to demo that. Mm-hmm. And if you're signed, your publisher pays for that demo. If you're not signed, mm-hmm. that's on you. And, and they split it three ways, pay. right? Yeah, three yeah. ways. So I was paying for demos because you don't want to be that guy like, hey, dude, I can't afford this. They'll never write with you again. You're right. Like, right. They're trying to get the stuff out there. And um, Anyways, that's another little little point of trying to survive and making sure you could pay for those demo bills mm-hmm. when you're not published. Mm-hmm. Well, and seeing you should the, not give them any excuse to not have you in that room. And seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, or not even that, just believing in yourself enough to say that, like, this feeds my goal, the thing that I'm pursuing, and I'm willing to invest into myself yep. this financial absolutely for this demo, even Big if picture. it turns into nothing. Because, like, most of those demos end up not getting cut anyway. Yeah. Like how many demos do people hear that are lots of money spent on demos for that twelve never spots see the on a record? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, having that belief in investing is is yeah. everything. I mean, that's that's an um, amazing amount of faith in yourself. Like that amount of confidence is. It's a little bit crazy, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but faith, it, yeah, faith, have confidence, to have it. a little crazy. Totally. Is, yeah. is there something that you do? Uh, internally, in your own world, outside of working, staying on the grind. Uh, to stay positive, like when you're having those times and you're kind of going through these dating relationships with publishers, like, is, do you have a thing or are you just like boss the wall? Like, I'm just going to do it and it's OK and I'm truck forward or do you decompress? Like, what's your exercise is always good. Yeah. Always my thing. Um, but it's so funny. I've had very, very low points just beating myself up. Am I good enough? I think everyone goes through that, right? Totally. Yeah. That's part of growing and to see yeah. if you can um you know, strap on your boots, pull them up, do it again, keep grinding. But man, it seemed like when I'd get to my lowest point, maybe thinking about doing something else besides a music business, something kind of good would happen, mm-hmm. which would lift me up. I like, mm-hmm. call it serendipity or whatever. Yeah. Um, but just for my mental state, Exercise, having uh, having my wife was a huge deal. Just mm-hmm. being able to talk to someone. Yeah. You guys were mentioning um, earlier how y'all met and uh, just having other friends going through the same thing. Yeah, and ha- having community, yeah. um, having a support system, and realizing that you might not be that crazy, and this just might not be the right opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, talking yourself through that, I, I don't <laughs> know how many times I've talked myself yeah. back into it, and to keep. To keep on keeping on. What is your what's your self talk look like? Do you I mean, do you talk to yourself out loud? Do you uh tell yourself like you got this, you're all right? Like what kind of what kind of self talk goes through your head in those times? Um Yeah, I'd say out loud would be to my, my now wife, which she's yeah. seen me go through the whole whole thing of Nashville yeah. and the music business. Yeah. But yeah, um a lot of a lot of talk in the head. Yeah, a lot of back and forth. Is this right? Am I crazy? Am mm-hmm. I good enough? But yeah. um, and typically when I'm exercising, I feel really, really good coming out of there and um, 
climbing out of take on myself. The world. Yeah, my self-loathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm I mean I'm the I'm the same way when I can do something physical, any physical activity will help my yeah. shift my mental state and get ready for a day to to try to win. And when it, in the bad times I will I historically have gone very internal. I'm getting a lot better about that. I've been working hard on yeah. not bottling Talking it outside. Yeah. Right. And so and my wife has always been I think this is just a, a wife thing. They want to get it out of you because they recognize that it's better so for your health so. to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, they're so, really smart at the yes. right questions and knowing and when can, to ask those questions. My wife can see when I'm in here and she can uh, get totally. it out of me. And so that's been really helpful because I'll I'll start to analyze and like do emotional math, I guess. It's yeah. almost like I try to spreadsheet what's going on in my head. <laughs> yeah. that makes yeah, any yeah. sense. And so that's like my self-talk will start to get really analytical and Amy will pull me out of that analysis yeah. and get me to just talk about what's on my mind just as it is. And that and it might be simpler than the overanalyzing. And you can overanalyze all is. day. Yeah, you it know? generally is. And it's yeah, breaking it down and yeah. talking about it is extremely important. Yeah. And yeah, we got some good girls to, uh, <laughs> to have yeah, that patience, do. right? For yes, sure. Sir. Yeah. So... Let's jump forward a little bit. Yeah. So you wanted the publishing deal, now have a publishing deal. Obviously, I'm assuming that's still going, but also mm -hmm. in tandem, uh, being an artist. Yeah. So at this point, is it a 50-50 thing? Like with where your time and energy goes, are you trying to lean more into the artistry at this point? And then if it's just not the best fit for you song-wise, then you send that publishing. What are we working on now? Yeah, so... I'd say year one of the publishing deal was just trying to write great songs, mm -hmm. figuring out who I am as a songwriter. Back of my mind, always, this could be a great song for me, mm -hmm. selfishly. Totally. Right? Yeah. And my publisher totally totally gets that, still gets that, that uh, we're pushing the artist thing along, mm -hmm. along with my, my management and everything. They're, they work together and all that. Um, but in the last... I guess this last year, they really empowered me to write for mm -hmm. myself if mm -hmm. I'm in a room with... If there's another artist that is bigger than me in the room that mm -hmm. does better, bigger numbers, live show-wise and mm -hmm. streaming, whatever, then we're probably going to write for them mm -hmm. and um, figure out what they want to see, which is a blast. Mm -hmm. I love writing with other artists mm -hmm. to figure out uh, how we can get the best song for them. But yeah, the last year, I've been empowered to write for me... Um, figure out what I want to say and get to my fans and people and um, my brand, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, as an artist. So it's been a lot of fun, and we've re released some, a couple songs that I think are great last year and moving forward to yeah. a lot of new stuff this year. Yeah. There are people finally taken to, man, so it feels good. So I was checking this morning. I don't have it pulled up right now, but I feel like I saw a couple tracks <coughs> on your Spotify mm -hmm. that seemed like they hit super hard and have a couple hundred thousand plays yeah. if I recall correctly mm -hmm. uh, what was that like is that something that you've had a fan base because you've been on the grind for a while was that something you landed on a playlist that put yeah. you in front of people like well, how did you get from zero to a couple hundred thousand people listening to your music so we I'm with an independent label mm -hmm. um, we have major streaming distribution mm -hmm. through Amazon Pandora Apple, Spotify, 
I think the reason now has over two million streams across streaming services. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Two million blast. people. Six, seven hundred songs. Yeah. Three years with no publishing deal. <laughs> but your boy's here now. Grinding, man. Grinding. Still grinding. Um, which has been awesome. And yeah, we have awesome distribution playlist or huge mm-hmm. independent playlist. Anywhere, everywhere you can, and uh, doing the grassroots thing of reaching out mm-hmm. to independent playlisters mm-hmm. and um, just getting any love you can. Mm-hmm. Of course, the major playlists are more difficult to get on, but mm-hmm. not uh, not out of reach. But we've had so much love from uh, all streaming services, which has been nice. which has been a blast. Yeah. Which uh, you know, hopefully, translate to the translates to the live show too. Mm-hmm. You can kind of look at uh, data and see. Who's listening? Mm-hmm. Where are they listening? Mm-hmm. We should go play there. Yeah, we absolutely. Have, for some reason, Dallas, Texas, a lot of people are listening to Eric mm-hmm. God. The reason, let's go there and play. And yeah, yeah. Do ads, do uh, you know sponsors to target them and mm-hmm. um, try to get them. You can, I mean, try to get, get the butts in the to seats them. too. Yeah, yeah, get directly to them. So yeah. it's nice. um, using the tools that are available now to do that. Totally, man. So we're just yeah, we're just trying to build it ourselves and um, do it do it our own way and. Um, do you fill it as much as we can? Do you feel like, so you've got a publishing deal, uh, with a company you've, you're on an independent label. Do you feel like you are, you still retain a fair amount of, or a large amount of control over your vision and your personal brand? Absolutely. See that, I think that's incredibly so valuable. Yeah. I'm a hands-on guy. I can be a little type A and yeah, yeah man, I wouldn't trade that for the world. Having control yeah. of my art and. Um, how it's presented, who's working on it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that's that's huge. Yeah. Not everyone not everyone has that. I'm yeah. assuming that that's something you had to work hard to establish on the front end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a, to prioritize. a large dating process of different indie labels or if yeah. it was just the right one that you ended up making a relationship with. Like, Was that a journey, finding the right indie label, or you totally. just happened to... Yeah. Uh, I've got to credit my manager... Uh, Jeffrey Gassion with Gasworks Entertainment for uh, for really making that happen, which a great manager should do, and he has gotten that done, which has taken us to a another level mm-hmm. um, of the music business of endless levels. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, always yeah. trying to get to the next level, and um, <laughs> That's so true. you know, always always climbing. But yeah, I know uh, he did a great job, and we we love the distribution we have, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm really proud of my team to. The small successes we've had in the last year, two years. Yeah. Real quick, how did you connect with with Jeffrey? Did you court him or did he court you? Uh, kind of mutual, if that makes any sense. We had a lot of mutual friends actually back in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia. I'm, I'm from Georgia originally, and my sister-in-law went to college with Jeffrey's wife, mm-hmm. and okay. they were at a barbecue and Jeffrey is still living in Atlanta and said, Hey, my, uh, my sister's dating this guy. He's playing at Smith's old bar tonight. So Jeffrey came out, didn't say anything that night, but we kind of reconnected months later through another mutual friend from Lake Oconee, Greensboro, Georgia, which is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just kind of stars aligning and we just hit it off. Um, organically. We sh- yeah, organically. Yeah. Uh, we kind of courted each other, I guess, for like a year before, yeah. you know, signing, Signing a deal together, um, I think but it's been a blast, and we've, we've we share the same values of, as people. Um, he 
like you mentioned earlier, me having control of my art was very important to me, mm-hmm. and he yeah. totally, totally gets that and uh, lets me run and do my thing, which I appreciate. I like that. I wanted to ask that question because I think it's important to note that you didn't cold call a bunch of managers to mm-hmm. try to find a manager Not the way because to you do wanted it. a manager. Yep. Not the way to do it. it the, a good manager found you when the time was right. Exactly. And it has proved to be very, very fruitful as a result. No doubt. Yeah, I would, uh, I would advise any young artist to do everything you can to let someone come to you. There's no reason to cold call managers. Um, yeah. Uh, you're going to have to do a lot yourself before that day comes for them to call you up. But I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't advise seeking out, <laughs> seeking yeah. out management. It's well, probably yeah. not going to end well. I'll take yeah. that even a step further that not only did you not seek out management, but I love the fact that you guys courted each other for a year. Yeah. Cause I think that's another thing with young artists where, okay, you're on the grind, you know, you're starting to build a little buzz in your yep. own city and mm-hmm. maybe you have a couple tracks that are doing okay. And then I think, you know, some young guns get excited the first time somebody's like, oh, I'm yeah. going to make you huge. And, and then it's mm-hmm. like, let's do it. We're on. Right. And that's totally understandable, right? We sure. we want people to love us and love our music and all mm-hmm. that. And uh, yeah, patience is such a virtue. And yeah. taking a step back, it's, you know, just Jeffrey and I were friends before we were business partners basically you know it's great it's, it's like almost a good relationship it's like being friends before you date somebody <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> it always totally. works better yeah. such an important process <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's not always easy to be patient but it tends to work out a lot better that way knowing yeah. someone really well and understanding each other and um, each other's mission so yeah, yeah. Love great that. point man was there so you've had a, a very extensive career so far and that no doubt will continue for ever until you can't walk. But <laughs> is was there a point or has there been a point yet where you you went, Oh man, this is really working. Yeah. Very recently. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um after singing hundreds of demos, I feel like I've found my pocket as a singer. Mm-hmm. I think I've grown tremendously as a songwriter um, and just being authentic to me as a person, as an artist. I think that's starting to connect with people. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's been great to see, see the progress and it's been a long time. I've been in the music business full time, making a living for nine years now. Um, so you, yeah, to see it took you eight and a half to feel like it's it's pretty, I mean, honestly, like yeah, maybe yeah, ten year overnight success, man. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> that's how it goes. Maybe uh, maybe getting the publishing deal. That's uh, yeah. probably moving in the right direction, but still a long long ways to go. And yeah, um, but yeah, dude, it takes a long time. And sometimes you know, some people it, they can get it done a lot quicker. But that was yeah. just my process, and yeah. everyone's different. And it's tough not to compare yourself to. The next person that sure got it done in a less amount of time, but but yeah. comparison is no good. That you know, and this is the hard part with being patient and like believing in yourself in the wrong long run. That by taking 10, 15 years, being on the grind, really writing the songs to where you craft yourself as a songwriter, so you're putting out great songs. Uh, I would imagine that the success and the fans that you're gaining now are real. 
Yeah. Where, yeah. you know, I think sometimes you get these flash in the pan where you got some young kids that some people get around them because they're like, oh, we can <clears throat> sell this. Yeah. And they have a really great track that sounds awesome and people mm -hmm. are into and kind of pops up real quick. But like, don't actually have a business behind them, mm -hmm. haven't really put in the work and don't really know mm -hmm. what's next. And since they don't really have anything else after that, they sort of fizzle out. Whereas you yeah. have really built and are building a brand yeah. for the long haul to where the people that are following you, I would imagine, are real fans, yeah. legitimately excited to see you when yeah. you're on tour, excited when you're putting out new music. And again, the long, I just love the long game and the yeah, fact man. that you have focused on the real prize and been able to stay true to that absolutely yeah trying to make a career out of it than just a yeah one or two year success so to speak mm -hmm. and uh yeah man it, it i feel like uh i feel like people are getting excited about what i'm putting out next or you know yeah keeping up with me well, you've got and me keeping a, up with them a decade too. of equity personal yeah. equity with people a lot of I mean, yeah. that's a real thing yeah and and it's just being real realistic and honest with yourself about it I mean, early on shows, you call all your friends, please come to my show, you know, which is mm -hmm. so, so important in, uh, in the early years to have support yeah. from your community mm -hmm. and your friends to, to drive you, to inspire you, to keep going. Yeah. But yeah, you got to be honest with yourself at some point and say, am I, yeah. am I really good? Can I make a career out of this and mm -hmm. make a living? I now have a wife um, that uh, is totally supportive and... Mm -hmm. um, making a living for I, I don't i want to give her the option to not work one day we're not right near there <laughs> but you know well, in the right direction uh, moving yeah. in the right direction so yeah that's awesome i want to um Thank hit you. on a couple of just numbers that we've said already but i want to kind of get a big synopsis here because i want in five or ten years when you know you're headlining bridgestone <laughs> or something i want people to come mm -hmm. back and find this episode in the throes of the internet and be yep. like holy shit this this is what was going on with Eric Dodd, the Eric Dodd. Yeah, right. At this time, and look what's happened. It wasn't an accident. Exactly. Yeah. So, you you wrote six. You've written six, seven hundred songs. Mm -hmm. Twenty fourteen moved to Nashville. Twenty seventeen signed a publishing deal. Mm -hmm. You've had how many? You had one cut before publishing deal. Yeah. Have you had any since? Yeah, probably about fifteen. Okay. With some shit. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot of big, <laughs> a lot of big independent artists. That ain't that no big deal. Yeah. No. <laughs> nah, man. So fifteen since then. Just popping out bangers. Yeah. You're, nah, you're killing. You get to that seven hundred mark, I, all of a sudden it's just like. Yeah. I work with a lot of great people, man. Two so. two million streams on your most recent single is the reason the most recent yeah. release. That was in June of last year, and then okay. we released Pretty Girl in November. And oh, that. that's right. That's okay. starting to get some streams and on some okay. great, great playlist and a, a lot of great support behind that. You're one. about. 20,000 on Instagram yeah. following. 20,000. 20,000 real. Real. 20,000 real. Yeah. No bots. Man. Tell, tell us about growing that audience. Yeah. That's really, uh, honestly, if I'm totally honest, when I moved to town five years ago, I was not worried about Instagram or even socials. I totally neglected it, yeah. which I have some regrets about. But um, really in the last two or three years with with uh, with my team, we've learned learned Instagram and mm -hmm. engaging fans trying to figure out um, who who are my fans what is the demographic yeah. who should we be uh, trying to engage first that's of all such I think a that's, good question you gotta you gotta break that down and, how and I like that you're saying this 
How do you find that out? Like, what's the actual tangible, like, for the kid that's sitting yeah. in his apartment in Nebraska that is just starting out trying to figure out, like, what does that mean? Like, how are you yeah. finding out? Who, who doesn't want to go Google it? <laughs> yeah, no, you you study it, see who is commenting, and you start to realize that maybe it's a uh, 20-year-old, uh, a 45-year-old female, mm -hmm. you know, just for example, yeah. mm -hmm. um, and just really digging into the data, mm -hmm. digging into who's commenting, why are they commenting, why do they like this picture more mm -hmm. than that picture, right. why they like this song. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just, that's everything, man. And, um, you know, commenting on their posts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and really just making friends with your fans, mm -hmm. I think yeah. is so important. And um, it sounds simple, but it, it is that simple. Yeah, your I fans agree. should be your friends. Creating I just like to. Yep, that's what it's about. I just like to make sure that no one has an excuse on this show. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. don't want them to just hear it from us. Yeah, because yeah. we say this all the time. But yeah. I, I want to be able to come back and every time, whether it's nicotine, whether it's you, yeah. whether it's whoever comes in the future, I want to be able to be like we try and tell you. Every Everything. time. Y'all are doing a great job. Every week. <laughs> yeah. How many people do we need to put in front of you yeah. to tell you to just sit there and connect with people and build relationships? And it's not, it's not sexy. It's not fun. But it's yeah. it's tedious. Um, but it's so valuable. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's real. Like that. The I'm sure that the 20,000 people that you are connected with on Instagram translates. That's how you get to 2 million streams across platforms. Absolutely. That's real yep. connected. It's working, working both ways, for mm -hmm. sure. And uh, I reply to every direct message myself, mm -hmm. every comment myself. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. It's fun. Uh, it's fun now. Like, you got to get excited about that stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. People are appreciating what you're doing. You should appreciate them Absolutely. appreciating that, right? Like, totally. I mean, it's that. Yeah. If you break it down, it's that simple. Yeah. Absolutely. So now with where you're at, is there a strategy that you're following in terms of your content, in terms of new music? Oh, Are absolutely. You, what, or if there's secret sauce, you don't have to tell us anything, no, everything, man. but like what that we can tell people, like what's the general vision of how you're putting out new content, making sure that fans are staying engaged to continue to grow that 2 million to 2 billion? Yeah. Content is king. Um, I know y'all have talked about this a good bit, but if you're releasing a song, that's great. How are you going to support that song mm -hmm. on your socials? How are you going to get it out as many times in as many different formats as you can? Mm -hmm. um, for every song we put out, we at least do an official music video mm -hmm. or a lyric video. Um, we have art, photos of me mm -hmm. related to the song. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, on Facebook... Instagram targeting my demographic, the mm -hmm. folks that are digging what I'm doing. So, yeah, it's so important to have visual content. We'll do a, an acoustic version of the song and mm -hmm. post that. And it doesn't have to be super high quality either. Mm -hmm. Some people dig the lower quality stuff that yeah. isn't slick, doesn't cost any money. You got your phone. Yep. Plug it in, man. Some of those videos do better than the slick stuff. Yeah. You've been, you, you kill the just like, authentic you and an acoustic guitar game you post Appreciate videos that. all the time of you just doing a cover you'd be like yes. this is a song i like and this is why i like absolutely. it absolutely 
you know, hats off to the guys who wrote it. You hit all bases. You hit your fans with the song, yeah. and then you hit your network with yeah. the like, hey man, you guys wrote a great song, and I'm going to honor totally. that. Here's one minute of me playing it on Instagram. Absolutely, it's awesome, and people dig that. Man, it's yeah. totally stripped down and vulnerable, and there's no auto tune. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, Can't they, they like the they like the realness. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Being genuine is very important to me. Yeah, is there a, a target? How often are you releasing new music? Is this a monthly, quarterly? Like, is there a vision? So on that? we're we're going to release a lot of new music this year. We. Uh, we are doing a romance remix for mm-hmm. the reason, which is more stripped down. Mm-hmm. We got some strings in there that's coming out that's on cool. Valentine's Day. That's the first nice. time I've said the release. Nice. So right All here right. on the music Exclusive. show, exclusive, bro. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah, and we have some we have some content to support that. Me singing the song in the studio. Wedding um, season, man. Wedding season, time. bro. Come on. Yeah, man. I'm just the wedding singer. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we're going to put out a uh, three, I guess the full EP will be five songs, so three additional songs. Like I said, The Reason was out last June, Pretty Girl, mm-hmm. Lucky Guy, November. So we're doing a little five-song package mm-hmm. in March. Nice. Um, probably mid-March. We haven't decided on the date yet. And then I've got three or four songs I'm so excited about right now for mm-hmm. me that will be uh, staggering out through uh, summer probably. So. Nice. Putting a yeah. bunch of stuff out, man. Love it. So call it. Our plan right now is to put out six songs in the next six months. Nice. Beautiful. Love yeah. it. That's awesome. I'm man. excited, dude. I'm, I'm feeling great about these new tunes, and um, hopefully folks will dig them. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank so you. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Romance Remix. Romance Remix. It's going to be dope. Look at mm. Sexy strings up on it. Yeah, yeah dude. Man. It, it was fun. It was fun. Well, dude... Thank you for coming on the show. Man, I love you guys this so has much. Been awesome. And y'all uh y'all are incredible. That's, well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. You're spoiling, spoiling, <laughs> spoiling even me, man. I'm still learning, like I said. And uh y'all have great ideas outside the box thinking, which I so appreciate. And uh thanks for having me on to uh, let me talk about myself for, for a while. <laughs> before y'all are great, dude. Thanks. Before we jet. Yeah. How can we support you? Where do you want people to find you? Yeah. What you want them listening to? Yeah. Are you hitting the road? Where Where yeah, can man. people come support you as awesome fans? So the website is ericdodmusic.com. Cool. E-R-I-C-D-O-D-D music.com. And that's my handle for all my socials. We'll link all this in the show notes if you just yep. want to hit the links yeah. piece. And um, yeah, all my tour dates are on the website, also on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Constantly blowing up the story with some uh, the Insta story with uh, the tour dates as well. So Instagram, come say hi. Instagram the best place to connect. It probably. is. It is. Cool. Yeah, love it. Follow him on Instagram. February fourteenth, the remix is coming out. Yeah, we're gonna link the website. Make sure you see when he's coming to town for you. Yeah, man, this has been awesome. Dude, thank, thank you, you so Vance. much for being yeah, here, man. Thanks for coming, buddy. Love y'all, man. Appreciate it. See you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Pew, pew. Thank y'all.